Hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose, and welcome to Say La Me, and welcome to the Midnight's Taylor Swift podcast album review episode. Yeah, that was a mouthful, and I don't know that I said it right, but wow, we are three minutes away till midnight uh, as I'm recording this episode right now. This intro, I am extremely excited. I cannot believe this is happening. I have been looking forward to this ever since she announced it at the VMAs, and I cannot believe that we're actually here, so I don't really know what I am thinking about this album. I'm excited, but I don't know what I think it's going to sound like. I think it's going to be more pop. I don't know that we're really going folklore evermore with this thing, but I am so excited. So if if this is your first time here, first of all, hello, I'm Amelia Rose. I'm the host of Say La Me. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe because I know I'll probably get more audience members listening, more people who probably wouldn't listen to my podcast normally listening to this episode because Taylor Swift and who can blame you, but yeah, um, Uh, please consider subscribing. But anyway, I am so excited about this album. I just cannot believe it. I love the aesthetic so far. It looks expensive, but it also looks kind of vintage and just really nice. I love it. So yeah, oh my gosh, I'm looking at the clock. It is two minutes away, so I'm going to go ahead, chill. I have got my glass of wine. If you know me, you know that I record all my Taylor Swift album reviews in a car of some sort. My car, the car I drive, but this is the first time I recorded it in my little Fiat. So yeah, this is the first album that I I've recorded my album reviews for in my little Fiat, so I'm very excited. I've got my glass of wine and my blanket. We are all good to go, ready to listen to Midnight's. So the way I typically do my podcast album review episodes is I will listen to the song and then I will come on the mic and say, all right, track one is blah, and here's what I thought of it. So yeah, let's wait to see what I think of the first track, and then I will be back with my review. Alrighty, the first track is Lavender Haze, and oh my goodness, I love this album opener so much. It reminds me of mix of uh, reminds me of a mix of False God and Delicate on Lover. It's very chill, very nighttime vibes, but also just super like upbeat. I love the line. I've been under scrutiny. You handle it all beautifully. Uh, I love that line. I think it's great. It sounds just everything that we've heard about Joe. It just sounds like great beautiful. So I am so glad the album opened up on a peppy song because Folklore was honestly depressing to hear the first time, the one that you're like, what's going on? So yes, uh, and if Jack Antonoff is saving the vocals, I'm pretty sure he is in the background. I love that part very, very much. It just, it just feels like a collaboration between friends. I love it. I think it's great. I have seen the behind the scenes videos of them doing like reputation and all that. Uh, and I really just enjoy that. I can imagine what Taylor was like in the studio doing this one. So yeah, this is a great album opener. I was dancing to this. It's chill. It just makes me feel like happy and joyful and like I'm gonna be dancing around my apartment even though I don't have an apartment uh so yeah I could not be more thrilled with this album opener okay track two is maroon and it only took till track two for me to become an emotional mess and my nose is all stuffed up yay uh just gonna say I love the deep vibes at the beginning of this song and Taylor's lower range is so rich and so nice her voice sounds awesome. 
Also really excited that she mentioned cheap screw top uh, rosé <laughs> because that's what I'm drinking right now. Yay. Um, anyway, the song actually really made me cry a lot because it really feels beautiful and nostalgic at the same time like you're missing somebody. Um, gosh, it was so emotional. Uh, the line carnations that you thought were roses is really heartbreaking because you can think you're giving the best to someone when you're actually not and everything gets lost in translation and that I've already said this on the podcast about different Taylor Swift songs. Um, but like Coney Island, losing someone because of miscommunication or because you think that you're heading in a certain direction, but you're not communicating is one of my, like, something that I'm very scared about. I haven't really have it, had it happen yet, but it's just something that is scary, you know? And so this song really made me tear up. So good job, Taylor. I, I just, it's gorgeous. Alrighty, people, track three is Antihero, and okay, that was a little more upbeat and a little more fun, even though it's Taylor talking about all her insecurities, uh, but more fun for me, I guess. I don't know. That sounds horrible. I'm sorry, Taylor, uh, but yeah, it made me, you know, less depressed about Marine, but anyway, um, I love the pre-chorus of the song. It's almost like a stream of consciousness and just like, here's everything that's wrong with me. Let me name it all in the same line, and I really, really enjoy that. I love, 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 and you've heard this if you've listened to my Taylor Swift reviews, but I love when the music and everything, um, goes along with the lyrics and how it's, like, kind of echoes the lyric and makes the lyric more, meaningful you know like out of the woods how it's supposed to be anxiety so she just said are we out of the woods yet are we out of the woods yet you know super super fast it really made it sound like that so it kind of makes this lyric like just be I don't know it's just it's good I'm gonna continue because I'm mumbling but anyway uh I like how the song almost holds kind of a defeated sarcasm like yeah everyone just dislikes me hates me and like cool hi yes I'm the problem I'm sorry like whatever. Uh, I really like the line about everyone else being, um, a sexy baby and her being a monster on the hill because honestly, I do feel like sometimes I feel like everyone else is glimmery and shiny and sparkly and special and I'm just old news and not really all that. I'm just kind of like coming in like, yup, here's the hag coming, (laughs) coming in. Uh, I actually do have self esteem. It's fine. But you know, sometimes you just feel like, well, everyone else is so special and I'm just, I'm here. I'm Amelia Rose. Yep. Here I am. So anyway, I get that line. Uh, it it did kind of jump out at me and I was like, what? But I got it. You know, I'm just like, yep. I feel like she has to put it so bluntly because literally that's just how she feels. And I'm really glad that she's doing that. I love when she puts things bluntly after having done like folklore and evermore and all of that that have been so like lyrically complex. I really enjoy how these lyrics are just like, I'm going to say it and it's just going to be here in this track, you know? Also, the bridge was actually really funny. (laughs) I I like that. Uh, The she's laughing at up at us from hell is so funny uh and it's super hilarious i also really like that it's me hi i'm the problem it's me like it's really just it's fun i'm gonna have this stuck in my head i really enjoy this song 
All right, track four, Snow on the Beach, and okay, I don't know if it's just because I was thinking about snow, but the beginning of the song reminded me of the snow scene in Beauty and the Beast, like y'all know that scene, uh, and that's when they're falling for each other, and this is just such a delightful song, I love it, it's so cute, it's the invisible string on this album, I'm calling it right now. Oh my gosh, I it's such a pretty little song. I love the lyric. I'll I've never seen anyone lit from within. Also, it's fine to fake it till you make it till you do. <laughs> it's so cute. I love it. It just makes me want to be in love and it's adorable. Uh and the isolated vocals on Are You Falling Are We Falling Like Snow on the Beach in the uh bridge was so so nice. Really gorgeous. It's such a pretty song. It makes me feel good things. It makes me happy. It makes me feel like there is hope and love is in the air. <laughs> and it's just, it sounds magical. It does. And I really think it's gorgeous. It's a really pretty song. Alrighty, the infamous track five of this album, uh, You're On Your Own Kid. Wow, there is just that line, there's just one who can make me stay is so sweet and also just super tragic because you know he doesn't actually care. Um, yeah, this song made me cry again. Um, yeah, it's a sad one. Uh, and the line, you're on your own kid, you always have been, it really stings because it reminds me of being in my 20s. Um, don't cry. Uh, anyway, this song reminds me of how I feel in the aftermath of liking someone who never ends up liking me or really choosing me and maybe even getting betrayed. Like you get let on and then you're like, well, then they let go and you're like, what the heck was that? Um, it's actually super sad and you feel like you're spinning around. You're never going to get that person. You feel so, so lost. You feel like you almost lost yourself and it's awful, but you keep on living life and you keep trying to make decisions and trying to like fix yourself while you're really unsure. Um, and this song is just like, oh my God, I, I'm so glad she put it to the music and the vibe that she put it to because it would be utterly depressing any other way. Um, no, it is a really good song, and the fact that she made it sound, uh, kind of like a trailer for, like, a Netflix movie, slightly like Mirrorball, just kind of this really nice sound makes me be able to listen to it, because if she didn't put it to that sound, I probably wouldn't be able to listen to it, you know, and for her, I'm not trying to make any assumptions about her life, but you can't help but know that she has mentioned that these are from sleepless nights throughout her life. Uh, for me, it sounds like a commentary on the end of the Red Era leading into the 1989 era because I've, you know, kind of thought this about myself. I feel like I'm in 1989. That's why I'm, like, really excited about all these peppy songs. Like, emotionally, sometimes I feel like I'm in 1989. Like, I want the party songs. I want, like, the good times and the, like, bright lights and all of that. I want to feel like I'm independent, finding my community, all of that. Um, while at the same time, sometimes I just feel lost because I'm in my 20s and I'm struggling and stuff in areas, like, you know, day-to-day. -day. Like, sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, romantically, I'm so full of hope. I feel like everything's great. And then other days I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna find anyone, and, like, this is awful, and look at all these guys who have left, and it's horrible, and bleh, so I can't help but relate to the song, so I'm very, very glad that she said it to the music that she did. Very, very smart decision. 
All right, track six, Midnight Rain. Okay, we'll say the first part uh, with the distorted type voice really kind of threw me off until the instrumentals came in at first. I'm not going to lie. It was a little bit like, uh, what? Um, but yeah, this is this song is sad, you know? It's sad that you can fall in love with someone who knows what they want. They're kind of stable and like, yes, I want this. Uh, when you're trying to figure out what you want and all of that can clash and you can end up not you know, being together, and then you don't think about each other until you're reminded of each other, and it's just kind of like, I don't know, it, it's it's a sad song, and I will say, all of these songs so far really feel like they are, like, midnights, like, they do, it feels like a nighttime album, which I love, I miss, like, with Reputation, I feel like Reputation's a very nighttime album, this one I feel like is a nighttime album. I'm having the best time. I love it because it's like Reputation and Lover, but like with a hint of 1989, Dazzle, like I I really do feel like it's a great album so far. I really enjoy it. And yeah, this one is just like, wow. What'd she say? He was like sunshine and I changed like midnight rain. Just like, I think that's what she said. Uh, but yeah, wow. It's a good song. It's a really good song. It's sad, but it's also just kind of like, kind of accepts like things happen. And sometimes you're just not supposed to end up with that person and it's okay. All right, track seven, my lucky number. Track seven is Question. I really, really like this song. I love how it's really blunt and it's bold, honestly. She's just asking a bunch of questions. And I know after relationships or situationships or friendships that ended or whatever, I am left, the thing that haunts me the most about relationships that have ended are the questions that I have, the unanswered questions of like, why? Why did that happen? Like, how did you feel? What What did you feel about this one? Like, all of that. And it's a really sad part when she says that your friends are making fun of you and then clapping for you 15 seconds later. Like, what would you do? Um, I don't know what I would do. I would probably try and get new friends, but it's a really sad thing to be alone, to like be like, well, these aren't my real friends, but I don't want to be alone. And I like that she's written a whole song about the questions that you have after a relationship ends, because that's what I would feel like. I have lots of questions for different guys, and I feel like I'm kind of living through this song. I feel like I'm like, yeah, what happened? I've got, it's just a question, but I've got questions, you know? I want to know what happened to this thing, and why we're not together, or why we didn't end up being together. Did you actually like me, or was it all a game, or were you just too forward, or did I completely misunderstand, but I don't think I did, so, like, what happened? I don't know. It's a bunch of stuff, but, yeah, I have a lot of questions, so I relate to this song. Um, I am just living through it. I really like the lyric, it does everything seem second best after that meteor strike. Wow. Yes. Heck yes. I felt this before. I'm like, oh great, that didn't work out, but I'm going to measure all my future relationships by this one standard that didn't work out but felt magical, so like it feels right to measure everything by this person. Yeah, that sounds logical and sounds great. Everything just seems just kind of like, yeah, it's good, but it's not like that, you know? Um, gosh, that's hard to let go of. It's really, really difficult to let go of. So yes, I will be listening to the song on repeat. I really like this song. Alrighty guys, track 8, Vigilante, you know what, not gonna say it, look up the song title yourselves, peeps, um, but yeah, anyway, this is a good one, this is a little, 
little fun one. Yeah, I love the draw the cat eyes sharp enough to kill a man. Gonna, gonna just, that's gonna be an Instagram caption. I can already tell. Um, it's absolutely hilarious though. <laughs> um, I like the lately I've been dressing for revenge part that kind of just repeats throughout the song. I think it's fun. I think it's haha, very funny. I, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. I love a good revenge song, y'all know. I'm not gonna lie. I love, you know, like, Before He Cheats, Picture to Burn, all of that. But, yeah, this one's fun. I like, I like it. It's edgy, kind of, for Taylor. It almost sounds like a Billie Eilish type song. Um, it sounds kind of like a spy type thing. Like, I'm just gonna sneak around and, like, run your life. Um, and it's almost like the pop version, kind of, accompaniment to Mad Woman and No Body, No Crime. I really like it. I think that it's very interesting how she sounds confident in it, but also just like hellbent on like, heck yeah, I'm gonna like get you. It's gonna be revenge time and sorry, but you're not gonna enjoy it, but I'm gonna go out and get my revenge and I know it's gonna get stuck in my head. It will. I feel like lately I've been dressing for revenge. I'm gonna be singing that at work tomorrow and people are gonna be like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, this is a fun one. All right, track nine, Bejeweled. This song was made for the single girls and I appreciate it. Thank you, Taylor. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It is very 1989. Told you I want the party songs. I want the songs where it's like you're feeling confident. You feel like you're glamorous and beautiful and you're just, yes, I love this song. Love the line. By the way, I'm going out tonight. I'm like, yeah. I want to do that and be like, by the way, going out tonight, see you soon, see you, never, like, who knows? Yeah, I am so into the song. Uh, it's such an expensive sounding song. Like, I would, like, that outfit after the VMAs makes sense. The VMAs outfit makes sense. This is all bejeweled. My gosh, love it. So beautiful. Um, yes, I love a lot of the lyrics. There are some gems. I'm not trying to be like punny with that like there are a lot of gems in the song as far as lyrics um I love the lyric I think it's time to teach some lessons I'm like yeah of course everyone wants to feel like that when they go out I also really like the lyric I miss you but I miss sparkling <laughs> like yes 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 I can't say yes enough to that line like Oh my gosh, sometimes when you miss a guy, you're like, oh my gosh, I really miss you. Like, <laughs> But then you're like, but you know what I miss more? I miss me. I miss feeling good. I miss sparkling and being shiny and beautiful and just feeling confident in myself. I miss me. So, yes, love that line. And also, love the line, what's a girl gonna do? A diamond's gotta shine. Heck yes, that is going on Instagram at some point. Um, maybe not for me. I don't know. I don't... All I share is my magazine stories to Instagram, um, so I don't really do a lot of, like, personal posts, but if I do, it's gonna be that. If I ever get a beautiful shiny dress and take a picture of myself in it, I'm going to caption it with, what's your girl gonna do with diamonds gotta shine? <laughs> I love it. It was made for the girls going out, and I love it. I think it's fabulous. I love the song. Track 10 is Labyrinth. Wow, this one was nice. I like the song. Um, the lyric, I'll be getting over you my whole life, truly feels so true in the moment. It does. Whenever a relationship ends, you're like, my whole life I'm going to be getting over you and all that. Let me tell you, spoiler alert, it's not true. But... 
the fact that it's put in a song really makes me feel good because it's like, yeah, everyone feels that way for, you know, a while after a relationship ends. And I like the way she says, oh no, I'm falling in love. Like, the way she says it, I like that. I think it's just this feeling of like, I don't know, I guess musically the way she's like, oh no, like, that wasn't it. Oops. <laughs> anyway, it's almost midnight, guys. Um, yes, the album came out at 11 p.m. my time, so it's almost midnight. Um, so sorry that I didn't sing it right. Uh, but yeah, I like the way she says it. It's like this catch of like, oh no, I'm falling in love. Like, no, no, please no. Um, because sometimes, like, there was a whole period in my life where I was like, I can only fall in love with someone really special because I am loving my single life. I am. And I was that way for a few years. And then, spoiler alert, I fell in love. Well, I don't know if I fell in love. I developed a crush, I don't know, on someone who was very, very special. And it didn't work out. <laughs> Yay. So I was like, are you kidding? I sacrificed my, like, sanity and state of mind for this person and it didn't work out and so it really did feel like I'll be getting over you my whole life and like just that feeling of like oh no I'm falling in love so I'm giving someone the chance to hurt me again I'm giving up my independence I'm letting myself fall for someone not knowing it's going if it's gonna work and I'm risking being broken for a while afterwards like it really is oh no I'm falling in love like gosh, no. Heck no. Also, the line about bouncing back, it is so true. Why do people expect people to bounce back within a few weeks of, like, a relationship ending? Uh, it takes me a while to get over people, and that honestly has made me feel bad in the past, because there have been people who have been in relationships for, like, you know, a year or so, and then it ends, and then within three weeks, they've got another person, and I'm like, how? It takes me, like, three months to get over someone that I wasn't even officially dating. <laughs> like, what? But I don't feel like we should be made to feel bad for not being able to bounce back super quickly. Actually, I feel like it's kind of a loss, and in a way, you're grieving. So you need to just chill and take the time to grieve. You can't just, like, go from one person to the next, because then all of a sudden, you're mourning, like, 10 people instead of one. So anyway, I did like the song. I felt like it was kind of almost delicate, but and begin again mashed together like the theme of the song and I thought it was a really kind of like it hit me in a really sweet spot like it was a good like kind of cathartic therapeutic song okay yeah track 11 is karma okay so this caused a stir when she announced it because she has been saying karma for years and so we thought it was a lost album blah 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 blah. it's a song and it's a great song i love this song i love how it's upbeat and fun and just kind of like yep karma karma's on my side you're gonna get it and I'm gonna sit back and relax, you know, I love that vibe, I like how she says it's coming back around, like, it does, it, karma comes around, you know, and the lyric about karma being a cat purring in her lap because it loves her, it's so made for cat people, and I love it, I'm a fan, Bejeweled and Karma were made for me, these songs were made for me, and Maroon, even though it makes me cry, and, um, like, basically every song on this album, but You're On Your Own Kid, Maroon, Bejeweled, and Karma. Yes, they're mine, and I claim them. They're my songs. Um, <laughs> I love it. This song is so catchy. It's, again, gonna get stuck in my head. It's really catchy. I love it, and it just almost sounds like the upbeat 
uh, London boy type vibe, but it's about karma. (laughs) I love it. It's just, it's chill because I do love a revenge song. Like I said, I love a revenge song, but sometimes too much revenge can make you seem bitter and make you seem like you haven't moved on and you're just kind of like just angry and there's a time and a place, but I love that she didn't make karma an angry song. I love how it's just like, karma's my boyfriend (laughs) i i just think it's a great song it's very fun all right track 12 is sweet nothing and wow the beginning instrumentals are so pretty so nice kind of just like you're just bopping along and it puts you in a calm mood uh this song is so cute knowing that taylor and joe wrote it together they seem like the cutest little couple ever um not say little couple to you know diminish their relationship but they seem like a cute cute couple um it kind of reminds me of it's nice to have a friend and it's just about the simple pleasures and being safe with your person that's the love that i want it's the love that we all want and we all should you know seek just being safe with someone you know all of that. It repeats that sentiment from The Lakes, where she says, I'm not cut out for these cynical clones. She says something about, like, I'm just too soft for all of this. I'm not cut out to, like, do this. I'm not, like, I like the music. I don't love, you know, she's a great businesswoman, but she doesn't love the, you know, schmoozing and trying to, like, outdo someone else and blah, 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 blah. Like, she just wants to, like, live her life and make music and, you know, I, I, lo- I love that about the, the song. I love the feeling of the song. I was really feeling the song. I was just kind of like, you know, just dancing around while it was playing. I was like, this is fun. I I really enjoy soft, beautiful, sweet songs like this. I love how happy, like, this record has made me cry. It has made me cry, but I love that there are some songs that lift me up, you know? I I love the variety of the record and the feelings. Alright, track 13, the last track in the album is Mastermind, and it was the perfect closing song to this album. I just think this song is actually super funny. I love how she's like, oh, the moment I saw you, I was like, I'm gonna make you fall in love with me, and I was like, yes, I'm a mastermind, I've done it. You're gonna fall in love with me and I'm gonna make it seem effortless and you're not gonna know and it's gonna be beautiful and then he smirks giving it all away knowing that he knew he knew that she was orchestrating it he was like yep (laughs) I love it I think it's so funny I also think it has a tinge of sadness of like she's tried you know to make it seem super effortless with other guys and you know it's kind of just not worked out and him which I can assume it's Joe but you know with Joe she's like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it oh my gosh he's like so cute and he's gorgeous and like oh my gosh I love him uh and I'm gonna make him love me and it's gonna seem ever and he's like I know and I love you and like I knew that's what you're doing the whole time you're not as like cryptic as you think I know you're a mastermind but like honestly Joe's kind of a mastermind too so equally yoked couple so wow this album thoughts on this album it's a fun album it's a sad album it doesn't crush me but it also leaves me with thoughts with like it sends me to bed with like some fun like tunes and like bejeweled and sweet nothing and these really fun songs but also maroon i'm sorry i will always go back to maroon that is just like probably one of the saddest ones on here maroon and um you're on your own kid and midnight rain and all of that just feels so like sad 
but it's balanced out. It's a really good balance. I love it because I feel like it's, even though Taylor's into her 30s, I feel like it goes just so well with my 20s. It feels like my 20s are such a mixed bag, and I can't say that I'm 100% happy all the time, and I can't say I'm 100% sad all the time, and there are some days when I'm happy and sad at the same time, where I feel on top of the world one day, and then I drive home and I'm crying for no reason, and this song, this album just feels like it runs the gamut of those emotions, and I love it. It feels very well-rounded. It feels expensive, but also feels down-to-earth when it needs to be, which the marketing materials, you know, all of the like VMAs outfits and all the like grandeur of that balance with the earth tones and the jewel tones of her outfits for the photo shoots and stuff like just feels so so perfect for the album and it does feel like a nighttime album midnight it sounds so like deep and like I love listening to this at night I this, it sounds like an album I would want to have a glass of wine to, which I did tonight, but, like, I would want to do that again, like, when I'm cooking dinner and it's cold outside, I want a glass of wine, I'm gonna be making some soup or something, and I'm gonna turn on this album and dance around the, my kitchen and cry at the same time. <laughs> so, I don't know, uh, I would probably have deeper thoughts later on this album, but suffice to say, I love it. I think it's gorgeous, I think it's beautiful, it holds a lot of meaning, but it's also not too deep to, like, not that it's not too deep, it's very, very deep, but it's not soul-crushing. Like, folklore, in a way, was soul-crushing for me. It was. On first listen, this album, perfectly balanced. Perfectly balanced, I love it. I love that it shows her high range, her deep range, her low range. Uh, I love how it shows her inner workings and her insecurities and all that, and also her confidence and Bejeweled and all of that and karma, like, it is a good, well-rounded album. Taylor has said that she struggles with feeling like a person. Well, this album really, I feel like, captured so many facets of her as a person just in this one body of work. It's amazing. I love this album. I really, really do. I was nervous. I'm nervous every time an artist I love releases new music because I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I don't like it? What if it's like, uh, like a blight on like this artist I love? I love this album. Truly love this album. I was like, well, at least if I don't love it, I won't want to go see her on tour as much. No, I want to see her on tour so badly. I'm not staying up till three o'clock for the announcement because I'm already really tired and I have to go to work in the morning. Yay. Great. Super exciting. But yes, I want to go see her on tour so badly. Love this album so, so, so much. It's one of my favorites, honestly. I gosh, it's a good, good album. So anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoy it. If you do, please stick around. Please subscribe to the show. Follow me on Instagram at Podcast. And yeah, I will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. Love you so much. Bye.